stuff. Welcome to episode 179 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason, and this is the show where we get to know the creators of Certified and Bonafide Good Stuff for Kids and Families. And on today's show, I talked to Rebecca Cunningham from the Girl Tales podcast. We talked about a wide-ranging set of things that go into making the Girl Tales podcast the incredible show that it is. And I'm not going to give too much away, but it is pertinent, it's timely, it's unique. It's great. There's incredible perspective. There's incredible thoughtfulness. There's a huge team that goes into making this podcast. You're going to really have an appreciation for Rebecca and all that she does to make Girl Tales happen. Rebecca and I are also part of something called Kids Listen, which is a grassroots organization which promotes high-quality podcast audio experiences for kids and families. Check out kidslisten.org to find some other shows that you may love like you love Girl Tales or Good Stuff Kids Podcast, which happens to be what we're listening to right now. You think you have some good stuff? You want to reach me? You want to share your favorite recipes? You could do that. I mean, that's fine with me. You can email me, mike at goodstuffpod.com. I'd love to hear from you. Find me on social media, the at symbol goodstuffpod. We've got a lot more coming. The good stuff never ends. That's a great thing about this particular podcast. There is no shortage of certified and bona fide good stuff. This Sunday is the Super Bowl. I hope you enjoy it in immensely good health, and I hope it's a good game. You know, I think this one is uh, on the cusp of being a little bit boring. I said it. It's on the cusp. Okay, but that's not important. We're not talking about the Super Bowl. We're talking about the Girl Tales podcast with my guest, Rebecca Cunningham. It is uh, yes. it is a great pleasure to welcome Rebecca Cunningham to the Good Stuff Kids podcast. How are you this evening, Rebecca? I'm doing good. How are you? I am doing great. It's uh, set the scene. It's about 8.45 Central Time, and you're in Brooklyn, New York, and it's about 9.45 there. Are you tired? Mm-hmm. What's your fatigue level right now? Um, I was tired, and now I'm like... I'm awake for this interview. Yeah, you got to get pumped, right? I'm ready to go. I put all my my kids in bed, had a couple gummy bears. I'm ready to rock. Um, Oh, that's awesome. Like vitamin gummy bears or gummy bears? No, totally. Like vitamin gummy bears. Got to get my my vitamin C, et cetera. And I'm feeling good. So so we know each other, sort of, but not really at all. So Uh it's sort Uh of not fair to say (laughs) that we know each other. But we do have some things in common. One is... Um, truly that we both have podcasts. So yours is called Girl Tales and there's a there's a lot under the surface of of what you what you're doing and what you're all about. So before we get to the podcast, I think it'd be really cool to hear just a little bit about you and your background. Sure. So I am a theater director. I have been working in theater forever, directing for about oh, eight years now in New York City. And I was, before I have the job that I have now, I was a nanny for five years um, to pay the bills. And so I, Girl Tales is a combination um, 
of my child's care work and my work in theater. So was the theater, was that children's theater or was it adult theater? I honestly, I directed one piece of children's theater before I started this podcast. Um, So it was actually, it was mostly adult stuff. Okay. And you, um, but you have a lot of experience working with kids, like as a nanny, being a nanny is no joke. It is not at all. <laughs> it is no joke. Caring for someone yeah. else, caring for someone else's kids, and and you know, gotta gotta make everybody feel good about what you're doing and keep people happy. So, okay, right. so so based on these experiences, like, what was the what 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 was the I guess like for lack of a better word, and I really don't have a better word right now, but like, what was the sort of the birth story of Girl Tales? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's we call it our origin story. Sure, Does that okay. word work for you? That yeah. word feels <laughs> feels a lot better. <laughs> so there's a couple of events that led to Girl Tales. Um, the first one being, so I I nannied for a bunch of kids throughout New York so because I took like a bunch of different odd hours I pick up from school blah 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 so there's a few kids that inspired this podcast so the first one he was a three-year-old boy I was trying to cook him dinner and he really wanted my attention he would not sit down and all I needed to do was just cook so that he could eat and I went on his parents uh apple app Uh on their tv and look to see if children's podcasts were a thing they were and he sat there for a half an hour and just listened to the podcast and he he was like fascinated by it i thought oh my gosh this is amazing i can't believe i found this and how come there aren't more and i bet i could do this right and i I be- and I thought I could do this, but I could do this, but and make it like radio theater. So I put that on my back burner for about a year or so. Um, there was another little girl who I I got everyone into podcasts, and I had her sit down and listen, and she listened to the Rapunzel story on another podcast. She wanted to reenact Rapunzel, and she told me, "I want you to be the prince, and I'll be Rapunzel, and you have to come and save me." And I asked her, well, why don't we think of a creative way that you can save yourself? And she looked at me like I had nine heads. (laughs) Then, (laughs) Uh so then there's the, there are the two kids, these two kids that I babysit for all all the time and I still care for often. Um, It was right before the election and we were talking about who, which candidate was going to win which state. Um, and, uh, the little girl looked at me and started crying and said, you know, what is going to happen if he wins? Uh And I felt helpless. I didn't know what to do. So we like talked to, we talked about, um, ways that we could, uh, you know, take action in our community if something like that happens. But I told her, you know, it's highly likely he won't win. So don't worry about it. And then, of course, uh, I was wrong. Um, I watched Hillary Clinton's concession speech where she told little girls to believe in themselves and uh, never doubt that they are, gosh, I don't know the exact quote, but just never doubt themselves and that they can do whatever they put their minds to. And I was holding a one-year-old uh, girl at the time and crying. She, uh, she had no idea what was going on. 
But I looked at her and I thought, oh, my gosh, I can't let her grow up in a world um, where she doesn't know this about herself. And so I thought of the idea of Girl Tales and turned to my friend Chad one night at a bar and I said to him, hey, I have this idea. And he was like, yeah, I really want to learn how to make a podcast. And so we raised money and we did it. Wow. That's Girl Tales. That's Girl Tales. Um, it's a long for, story. It's, no, a long, it's a long birth. Well, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of labor, a lot of labor. It's okay, though. I mean, I think that, um, yeah. you know, the uh, I had a similar sort of visceral gut reaction as the father of three, two of whom are girls. You know, I really, I was so, um, you know, we, we try not to be political here on the Good Stuff Kids podcast, but sometimes it's unavoidable, especially yeah. when thinking about the future of, you know, children at large and specifically like the ones that are mine. And I thought that um, them sort of becoming, uh, this is going to sound like super deep, but like becoming conscious <laughs> um, yeah. when, when there was a female president was just such a would have been such a, a amazing thing for them. You know, they didn't, they would not have known life without a female in, in the highest position of power in our country. So I, I totally get, I get that. And I love that you, um, I love that a lot of this happened in a bar <laughs> because all great things, <laughs> <Yeah>. sometimes, <laughs> sometimes great things happen in a bar. Um, so, okay. Right. So, so you raised money and, <laughs> and you started the podcast and did you know, right? So I think like you have a very succinct and, and very clear sort of like tagline slash mission statement, which is feminist fairy mm -hmm. tales for a new generation. So yeah, when did the fairy tale piece come into it was that like you knew like you were crystal clear you're like this is going to be fairy tales done in a different way to show girls that they can you know they don't have to be the damsel in distress or was it did it was it like a uh like a process of thinking <laughs> i can't believe that, that oh was... my gosh that's a that's a great question <laughs> i just know I, a lot of my work in theater has been about writing wrongs so about like the stuff we were handed, you know, before I, or like I, you know, had to read a bunch of stuff by old white guys when I was, uh, younger and in high school. And I just thought, gosh, there's gotta be other voices out there. And I thought, okay, what are stories that I can, what are the what are the stories that I can fix? What wrongs can I write? How can I how can I twist the story or tell the story the way that it should have maybe been told in the first place? Who have we not heard from, and who do kids need to hear from today? So fairy tales just felt like the natural thing to fix. I mean, if you look at like all of the movies, if you're thinking like Disney. Like if I I was brought up on Disney. Okay, there's a lot of stuff that ne needed to be fixed about that. And there's nothing wrong with uh, sharing those tales with your kids. But I think that there's got to be room uh, for a conversation um, about who's not being heard and um, who's not being heard and uh, who else, uh, who, who has the power in the story and who gets to tell the story and why. Mm -hmm. So, 
yeah, fairy tales felt like. And also in this crazy, crazy, crazy world, fairy tales can feel like an escape. And if I, I never want a kid to be so overwhelmed that they cry about what's going on. And I want them to feel like that if anything, girl tales at its, at the minimum should feel like an escape for them. That's great. That's a, a beautiful sentiment. So, okay. So all of that being said and, and having that sort of clear picture, um, it looks like, and correct me if I'm wrong, the very first episode was, uh, is called the literate mermaid. Is that correct? It is. Yeah. Okay. So, so where does, you know, like, I think it's, it's fun to start at the beginning. Um, you know, I know that if you were to ask me about the first episode of this podcast, I would be like, well, couldn't we talk about like the one I just did, which is like way higher production <laughs> values and actually has something to say, but right. So, so what was the, but I'm not going to do that obviously. Cause I, but, uh, cause I'm just want, you know, I just want to hear a little bit about, you know, putting this first one together. So you have a team of people that you work with. So what was it like if you could take me through because I think it's important for people to know like the work that goes into what you do and the people that are involved in what you do. So if you took the literate mermaid as an example, what is mm-hmm. sort of the the start to to publication of that particular episode? Mm. Okay, so I knew that I was going to ask a different playwright for every single tale because I wanted more than one voice heard. And the playwright that I work with, uh, almost, I work, we call each other art nurse. Um, <laughs> we, we work together on everything. And we mostly work on grown-up stuff. But uh, I needed somebody who really trusted me and who would take a leap. And I kind of had this weird idea or maybe not weird, but something definitely different than what she's done before. And uh, I said, hey, could you write a tale for me? I want to like market it. And here's the idea. You take a fairy tale. You write it the way that you needed to hear it as a kid and uh, put a girl at the center of the narrative. And she said, yeah, okay, cool. So we, so she wrote the tale. We, I, asked um four actors that i am really good friends with to come over and record it um we (laughs) had a we built like a makeshift um studio in my studio my tiny tiny studio apartment (laughs) in brooklyn um and got and we like borrowed a microphone that was terrible um but and then and then chad learned how to do sound design. I, I learned a bunch of things through YouTube about how to podcast in general. Um, so we put this little episode together and then we sent it out to like every family with kids that we knew. Uh Um, and we asked them to give us feedback about what they thought and, uh, what they wanted more of. They did that. We fixed things and we, we posted well we posted the episode a couple of months later but uh when we launched but yeah that's that's kind of how it started i mean that's um i think the idea of audience feedback before you even put it out is uh 
that boggles my mind. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> so, so you have a different playwright that does every episode. So, yeah. Um, so some of the, you, you, I'll let you tell me. So what are some of the, the tr- traditional fairy tales that, that have been girl tailed at this point? <laughs> I really like the fact that you just made it a verb. Um, the, <laughs> so <laughs> the literate mermaid is of course, uh, adapted from the little mermaid. Uh-huh. We adapted Rapunzel, but it stayed, uh, the name is still Rapunzel. We adapted Rudolph, which and the Red Nosed Ranger, which isn't exactly a fairy tale, but it is a traditional tale. Um, we did, oh my gosh, um, Snow White. We've done. Uh, there's a Brothers Grimm story called "The Town Musicians of Bremen," and that's getting posted in a few months. Uh-huh. Um, and Beauty and the Beast, and there's one more. Oh, I, I can't remember the title of it, what it's adapted from, but it's about a, um, a girl who has to save her brothers, and they all turn into swans. Oh. So we, uh, we adapted it. Elisa, Go and ahead. The, Elisa and the Swans, yeah. So our version is called Elisa and the Swans. Or, or The Wild Swans by Hans the Christian Wild. Yeah. Cool. There you go. Thank you so much. I mean, the only way to be totally fair, I did not know that off the top of my head. I'm looking directly at your website, which is a very oh, good okay, website, good. by the way. Um, okay, so there. So in addition to Thank these, you. to the you're welcome to to these um to these reimagined stories, which uh, are intended to sort of level the playing field, I guess is the best way for me mm. to understand it in terms of giving girls something to. Uh, you know, rewrite the narrative, I guess. Um, you're out, there's a, there's a new sort of branch. It looks like, um, little girls doing big things. So yeah. what, what's, uh, what's that? So I wanted a way to connect fantasy with reality. Uh, and actually to be quite honest with you, this started from wanting to post consistently um (laughs) okay and not having the means to keep posting tales but what happened was we we thought of this idea like let's connect let's make the connection between fantasy and reality and we found that there are girls around the world and non-binary and trans kids who are uh making change within their communities um and not waiting until they're grownups to become their own heroes or heroes for other people. Um, so we, so now I'm interviewing them and, uh, it's kind of like a little bonus episode for our listeners and cool. it seems to be going pretty well. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I see you talk to my, uh, my homie, Chloe from Chloe's friendship circle. Yes. Um, she and yeah, I, she yeah. and I, she, she and I did a thing, did a thing, a back to school thing. I think it was, uh, before school started in 2017 where she gave me fashion advice and I just wanted, you know, I, I have to mention that she gave me the okay to wear cargo shorts and Crocs. So I will wow. always, yeah. Together at the same time. Oh yeah. At the same, in public out of the house. In, so I, uh, right. Chloe, Chloe will all, Chloe had my back then and I will always have Chloe's back. She's the well, greatest. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the greatest advice I've heard. So. 
yeah, Chloe is pretty awesome. <laughs> that is cool. <laughs> That's amazing. All right, so it looks like um, the last episode was Elisa and the Swans. That's the second part. So I guess the the next question is like, what's coming down the pipeline for for Girl Tales? We so we're, we'll be posting our final episode this season on October twenty second. So mm-hmm. pretty soon. Yeah. And now we are fundraising. Uh, for our second season, we're going to be launching in January. We'll have another 10 tales, hopefully 10 interviews for little girls doing big things. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of, it's a whirlwind over here. It's kind of nuts trying to like get artists to agree to work with us and raise the money and yeah. Do all of that. It's a tricky thing. The podcast game for those of those of you who are not in the podcast game, it is not as easy as Rebecca makes it look. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like I don't make it look that easy, but it, <laughs> but yeah, it's it could be it could be it's a hundred percent fun though. That is that, that is, is true. For sure. And it's great to be creative in a different way. Um, and I think that you take that to a to a real level with real you know, real content that, that, you know, girls can listen to and, and be inspired by. And I think that parents of girls should, you know, that's what we're doing now. We're spreading the word and there's other, there's other things out there. And I think that there's, this is a great place for kids to, to get the, the story that's familiar. So it's not totally different. Like they can still relate to it, but in a way that um, makes them feel differently. And I think that that's the, that's a a majorly important thing. Yeah. Well, thank you for saying that. You're welcome. So how do we keep up with you and follow you and find you and get all the apps as we say in the pod game? That was like too, too short, right? Pretty cool, huh? Pretty cool guy. (laughs) (laughs) Very, very cool guy. um, So we, we, where are we? We're on almost all of the podcast platforms with the exception of Spotify. Um, but so you can get to us on iTunes and gosh, what are the others? Stitcher, Google Play, all of those. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at Girl Tales. Um, on Facebook, we're facebook.com slash Girl Tales. And if you you have any questions for us or if you, you can also re- if you have any questions for us you can always reach us at our website which is girltalespodcast.com great well Rebecca thank you so much for taking the time with me this evening I loved hearing about everything that you're doing and thank you for all that you're doing to make this world a better place I think that's the the best way I can say that right now well thank you so much thank you for taking the time to interview me okay take care Go check it out. Girl Tales Podcast. Get it wherever you get your pods. Yep, that could be Stitcher or Apple Podcasts or Radio Public or Breaker or NPR One maybe. Maybe? I don't know. I don't know. You'll have to check it out and let me know. And by the way, see if Good Stuff Kids Podcast is on there and let me know about that too. Thanks again to Rebecca. Check out Kids Listen. Check out Girl Tales Podcast. If you've got a little lady in your life, this could be a really uh, kind of a profound thing. Could be really good. Could be really, really good. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week.
stuff.